Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a great show planned for you. We missed being with you last week. We apologize that the um, program that we did with uh, Gabby and Zane Ivy on weddings, our opening uh broadcast that we did on our wedding series a couple of weeks ago didn't air last week and so it would have been a replay while we were at our daughter's wedding but we are glad to be back with you tonight continuing our wedding series Uh, last time we talked about she said yes to the ring now what And tonight we're going to talk about how to have your dream wedding. So if you're getting married or you're the parents of someone getting married, then this could be the show for you. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. That's 325-428-6145. You can also interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. We're happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule, your place to discover more about home, family, and relationships. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home. But nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911. In-laws or outlaws? Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly... At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule. Well, welcome back as we're going to be talking about how to have your dream wedding during our At Home with Debbie Rule wedding series that we're continuing with. Uh, Last program was She Said Yes to the Ring. Now what? So tonight, let's learn how to have your dream wedding. We're going to start with thoughts from home. 
It's down to the wire and you find yourself pulling out your hair because the florist is slow at returning your calls. The tailor is taking too long to alter your gown and you can't decide which dish to serve at the reception. It's enough to make anyone go crazy, but surviving wedding stress is possible. A stress-free wedding is a dream wedding. Even if you have a wedding planner, you're still facing hurdles of your own when it comes to surviving the wedding, stress, and trying to make sure that everything flows smoothly on that big day. But what do you do when the unexpected issues arise? Have you considered your plan of action and which stress-free wedding tips you'll rely on if something goes wrong? In these instances, a hands-on approach to the problems you'll encounter will solve everything right then and there. So with all the potential problems that can happen before and during your wedding day, how do you handle, manage, and overcome wedding planning stress? Here are a few of the best stress-free wedding tips that we can give you right here on At Home with Debbie Rule. First, surviving wedding stress involves giving yourself enough time to plan. Yes, plan. Your wedding is what you make of it. If you allot no more than six or seven months for an extravagant affair, chances are you may look like it was rushed. With extra time, you can plan, make changes, hire the right vendors the first time around, and choose the best venues that match your budget because you can shop around. And if you're in a rush to get married, opt for a simpler ceremony and reception, one that's affordable but doesn't cause you stress in the long run. Remember if you plan to get married around the holiday season. While it is beautiful, it is more stressful. Not only do you have a wedding plan, but you have to worry about the added stress from the holidays. At Thanksgiving, for instance, you'll have guests coming in from out of town and you'll be worried about having that big dinner. While at Christmas, you're focused on buying gifts and decorating. All at the same time, planning your wedding. This is not to say that surviving the wedding stress and holiday stress can't be done. Holiday winter weddings are some of the most elegant, joyous events. But you need to keep in mind that you will have added stress to deal with. Make sure you have a dependable wedding planner who can offer valuable stress-free wedding tips as well as many helpful friends who can have the time to help you plan your big day. What about that wedding planner? Hire the right wedding planner and get knowledgeable, stress-free wedding tips. This is a given when it comes to surviving wedding stress. Of course, some brides do not hire a wedding planner, and that's fine. Planners simply provide a sort of stress buffer for you and your family so that you can concentrate on other elements of the wedding. You'll have that opportunity beforehand to interview the wedding planners in your area to see if they can accurately align with your wishes and carry them out as you see fit. Plus, you can evaluate his or her personality to see if it's someone you can work with on a regular basis. Decide on now how you will survive the wedding stress when one of your vendors goes missing in action. Yikes! This is a tricky situation. You've planned for months that your vendor will show up at the time agreed upon, but it's the day of the wedding, and what can you do now? If all possible, try to find a replacement. This may not be feasible since it's truly the last minute. A missing vendor does not spell immediate doom. However, here's your chance to save the day. If the florist doesn't show up, make a stop at the local grocery store and buy all the flowers you can. If the DJ cancels, enlist a friend to bring along their iPhone and just plug it into the music and amplify that music that's on their song list. As long as people are having a great time, you can't go wrong. When things don't go as planned, if you're really wanting a dream wedding for you, the groom, and the family. Avoid being the bridezilla. 
Stress can bring out the worst in anyone, and tackling and surviving wedding stress is the most difficult. And no one knows it better than the friends and family of the bride, who may witness a change in her demeanor over time. There's no need to subject your loved ones to your emotional outburst. Always give yourself time to reflect and relax. Take the time for yourself to deal with your emotions that come with all planning and just the fact that you're about to embark on a life-changing event. Deal with your emotions before they deal with you. If you have concerns or cares to address, address them in a timely manner. Discuss these issues that are causing you to be emotional and a little more stressed out. Surround yourself with family and friends who will be good listeners and wise counselors. It is very important for the bride and groom to keep the communication open and honest between the two of you. And remember, you don't have to spend every waking moment planning. Give yourself some time to enjoy this season in your life. Being engaged is a wonderful time to learn more about the one you're choosing to spend the rest of your life with. Have fun, take time for the things you enjoy, and most of all, for yourself. Surrounding yourself with family and friends that you can trust to help you when it comes to planning the wedding and surviving the wedding stress, so don't go it alone. Managing and surviving wedding stress is not easy. There are so many things that might make you want to call the planning off. Just remember that one of the most helpful dream wedding tips is, there it is to make sure that you allow yourself enough time to plan and make the day right. This is, after all, your wedding day, and while everything will go the way you dreamed it would, Keep a smile on your face when it doesn't, and appreciate the many people who made the time to celebrate with you. The love you share, the promise you make, and the life you will build from this day forward is the real dream. Weddings are just events, but marriages are dreams that are shared by two people who journey together to reach a destination we call happily ever after. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be right back. When you think of sinfully nice foods, what comes to mind? Cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more. Family and relationships can be a challenge, and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Join me, Debbie Rule, every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule. This week on the program, we'll be talking about how to plan your dream wedding. So join me this Sunday at 6 o'clock right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com for At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. See you then. Chapel and we're gonna get married. Go into the chapel.
Well, welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where some of you may be planning to go to the chapel. If you're planning a summer wedding or maybe a wedding just around the corner, maybe you're a little more off a year or so away, hopefully this program will give you some insight on how to make that planning a little easier, a little less stress, and help you make your dreams come true for that most important day. And joining me tonight on the program is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Well, hi, Deborah. How are you? So good to be with you tonight. It is good to be here. It's good to be back in Brady, Texas. That's right. It is. We had a wonderful time in Terlingua celebrating our daughter's wedding. Uh, well, we left about last Wednesday and came back a week later, so a yes. week in Terlingua. And, uh, wedding on the 22nd and all the festivities over the weekend. Seems like it went by very quickly, but, and that's the key. It does go by very quickly. So not enough time, not enough time. It seems like, and there's always going to be something else you need to do. You're always going to find something to do. So hopefully you can just, uh, take a minute and relax and follow that plan to the best that you can. And when things go wrong, as I said, in opening comments, just smile and keep on going. You know, there was a couple there that were friends of the the happy couple that were getting married, and they commented that they weren't doing the wedding thing. They were doing a, uh, oh, what did they call it, a uh, honeymoon wedding. Mm. In other words, a, a kind of a destination wedding. Yes, that's They were going to leave for their honeymoon and then have a wedding. Mm-hmm. And I laughed to myself. I said, yeah, you think it's going to be any easier than this? The planning, the the strategy, the, I tell you what, the both the bride and groom get an opportunity to see their parents at their worst, and they get to see each other at their worst because we talked about somebody writing down everything that went wrong because we're going to laugh about it later. Mm-hmm. And whenever it was time to walk into the church, 30 minutes late, by the way, <laughs> everything went great. And it was a beautiful wedding. It was. It was a beautiful wedding. And, you know, you just have to prepare for those things that are going to go wrong, like... um Buttons popping off of bridesmaids' dresses right before you go into the church. Fixing and, a string you know, of pearls with dental right floss. You know, all of these things that go wrong right at the last minute. But, you know, you'll make it through it. Uh, but get your mindset right that the plan, if you're one of these that makes a plan and gets really stressed out if it doesn't follow exactly, uh, learn some flexibility. If that's the only thing that you learn during the time of your engagement, learn to be flexible. And learn to be happy. You know, so many times we let the little things like that, which are huge at the time, steal our joy. And we look back and we think, you know, I didn't even enjoy that time that I had that I was engaged or or preparing for the wedding. Uh, so give each other grace and uh, take a look at yourself and your actions and decide that you're going to act in a way that is uh, productive and not destructive. And I know that stress can really... Uh, cause people to really be stressed, and especially had, someone that's getting married. We had eight months to plan this, and that wasn't enough time. That's you hear true. about people planning a wedding a year out, and you're like, what are they thinking? Oh, my goodness. 
Yeah. You talk about a big industry and uh, reserving things and getting on the calendar, and mm -hmm. it's just a million and one things. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. You mentioned something about a wedding coordinator. Well worth the money. Yes. Somebody you can yell at to get things done. <laughs> well, and even if you don't have someone that actually plans the wedding or, you know, they're planning the wedding, they're giving you insight on what some things that you could do and what works and what doesn't work. It doesn't mean that you don't get to choose what you want for your wedding. You let them know and they kind of put it into place. But even if you can't uh, or you don't have a wedding planner for the um, planning of the wedding, it's always good to have a professional there on the day of the wedding. I uh, look at that now and I think, you know, I wish that I would have had someone that could have just concentrated on the last minute things on that day. And I could have concentrated on just being the mother of the bride. Mm -hmm. And that would be my encouragement to every mom out there. If you're considering, oh, I can do it all and I can get it ready and I can still, don't be robbed of the time that you can spend uh, with your child, whether it be the bride or the groom. Uh, because that only comes around one time, and it's a very short period of time. And so, if anything, have someone help you on the day of the wedding to be able to put in place the things that are um, needing to be done last minute, put out the fires that need to be put out, and and you take the time to focus on what's most important. Because, as I said earlier, uh, weddings are events, but marriages that's something different. You know, that's when, we, right. when we talk about that's the wedding. That's life changing. It's life changing. And uh, so weddings are events. Remember, they're going to come and go very quickly. I remember telling Gabby, you're not going to remember very much. It's going to go by so quickly. It's going to be kind of a blur. And because uh, she was saying, I'm going to enjoy this and I'm going to enjoy that. And I was just hoping that she would. But at the end of the wedding, you know, by the time you have the ceremony and you go do pictures and you do this and you come back and then you, you know, you have your dance and then you dance and then you have your cake and you do all these different things that your protocol of what you do at a wedding and a reception and the bride and groom is talking to everyone. By that time, you know, you're a little worn out, if it's not a lot busy, worn busy, out. busy, busy, constantly. Yes, and you're not really remembering Oh, we got to do this next. Yeah. Oh, well, you can't sit down. Come on over here. We got to do this. I remember Gabby coming uh, to our room after it was all said and done. I think it was the next day and the next night. And she said, um, I, I said, well, how does it feel to be married? And she said, it's good. But I just, it just went by too fast. She said, every, all the preparing, everything we did. And she goes, and then it was just over. She said, I can't believe it's over. And so those are words from a bride uh, that's saying she can't believe it's over. It's going to go by so quickly. Don't focus on what doesn't happen or what didn't get done or, you know, being frustrated with those things. Just go with the flow, especially on the wedding day. It's you know, when you're an so observer, important. when you're watching, you get to go, ooh, ah, ooh, yeah. isn't that beautiful? Oh, ah. When you're in it. You're not observing. You're a participant, mm -hmm. and that changes your whole perspective. And it's like, yeah. oh, you want me to do what? Oh, what? And it's just one thing after another, one mm -hmm. thing after another. They push you this way, pull you that way, mm -hmm. turn here, turn there, look over here. Boy, I was worn out, and I didn't do anything. Doing a wedding out of town is a little bit of a challenge, too. If you can do it 
in your hometown where you have everything. Do it in your you house. Say, we're doing it in <laughs> our house. Because we, we took our, our house with room. us, didn't I we? I mean, our house was empty by the time we left. A we trailer, had, a suburban, and an SUV. Yeah, we had Good gathered night. all the lanterns and all the candelabras and, you know, everything that we used that was kind of party and and uh, reception looking we had a place for everything and we just uh you know took everything that we had we bought and do it someplace so we... where if you need something you can get it when you're in terlingua there's not a walmart no there's it's not. called dental floss when that's you need right. to fix the pearls that broke and but anyway, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah you're crying about that but anyway you know we made it through it and uh so you know one of the first things we've talked about before was you know making your plan and making your budget, which was one of the things that we talked about in our first program, uh, how important that is. If you're the one that's fitting the bill and you're the bride and the groom, then you need to take a look at your finances and see what you can afford. If parents are involved, then you need to sit down and have a talk with them and see what they can afford because your expectations of what you may want for your dream wedding may not be what their pocketbook can um, fulfill. Uh, so sit down and have a heart-to-heart talk. Uh, I want to encourage you to just be open and honest about the things that you want in your wedding and be very um, appreciative of what you do get. And parents, I just encourage you that you're just open and honest about the real situation of your finances. I know we all want to give to our children um, the things that they want, but sometimes it's just not possible, and sometimes you just have to say, no, we got to go in a different area, or, you know, we'll compromise on that, or make them uh, prioritize. You know, that's uh, one of the next things I want to talk about is once you've made that plan and you're working on that budget, prioritize what's most important to you. You know, is it the photographer or is it the dress? Is it the wedding cake or is it the food? Is it the venue or is it, um, you know, the things that you're going to use uh, for the decor and that kind of thing? So see where you're going to put most of your money and then decide how you're going to make that happen. Um, we were blessed to just have our venue kind of taken care of, but I know venues can run thousands and thousands of dollars depending on where you want to have your ceremony. And so that's a big hunk of the budget a lot of times. And so there's not a whole lot left for other things, but be realistic, be open, be honest with one another. Uh, Don't fight about it. Don't be scared to share uh, your thoughts or your feelings about something, but, but budgeting is absolutely a must because what will happen is you won't have enough to finish out to the end. And uh, so make that plan and make that budget and try to stick to it the best that you can. Be realistic about how much things cost. You know, do your research. If you want a certain venue, call and find out, go and visit, get the bottom line. You know, what is the bottom line going to be with tax and all of the things that I need to include and find out exactly what it's going to be? Because a lot of times you can be surprised at the end, especially if it includes food you know, that you've got tax and food and gratuity and all this stuff on top of it. And before you know it, you know, your bill is a lot more than what you, you thought, thought it was. You thought it was going to be this much, and all of a sudden it's like your phone bill. Wow, yeah. it's all these extra charges. Yeah. So, you know, be realistic on that budget. Don't just, it's good in the beginning to just kind of estimate, you know, this is what we're going to try to budget for this, and this is, you know, what we're looking at. We're not going to go over this amount. But then when you get a little bit later into it and you start figuring out, you know, this is the venue we're looking at, then you need to put real numbers to it, and you need to figure out, okay, this is what we're paying for this. This is what's most important, so we need to cut back here. We allotted this much, but 
part of that has to go over here to finish, you know, the venue or the food or whatever. So you've got to be realistic with that and constantly communicating where you are, I think. Um, I know that was one thing with both of my girls, you know, just telling them, you know, this is, this is where we are. This is what I've already spent and, and this is what we still need. So, uh, if, you know, if you feel that you need those bridal shoes and, you know, this is what we've got, you know, left to buy and this is what I've budgeted, then, um, then, you know, you pay part of it. And, you know, and Gabby was great. There was a pair of shoes that she wanted. It was more than what I had budgeted. They were gorgeous. They were absolutely beautiful. And I'm glad that she got them, but she got them. And so, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, let, uh, let your kids help. If there are certain things that they really, really want that you don't have in the budget, it's okay. It makes them appreciate, uh, what you're doing for them and appreciate the, um, the value of that dollar and what it's costing you to give them the gift of a wedding, which could be a down payment on a house or a car. You could buy a car. Buy a house. <laughs> yeah, some people you can buy a house. But um, budgeting is, is really, really important. So, well, just a, a, a word things. to prospective brides out there. Everybody in your life that loves you wants you to have a beautiful, memorable wedding. They want you to have everything you want. But if somebody has to sit down with you and say, this is what we can do. This is all we can do. We mm -hmm. can only do what we can do. Don't turn them from being your greatest support by being a bridezilla into turning them into, I don't want to have anything to do at this wedding. Mm -hmm. So be considerate. Yep. It, is, it is all about you. It is. It's all about you. But you know what? It's about other people too. So That's be right. considerate of those people that love you and want you to have the very best wedding they can possibly give you. That's right. And we're going to take a short break and we'll come back for the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule where we're talking about how to have your dream wedding. Stay tuned. Lots more to come right here on At Home with Debbie Rule. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven offers services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment to medical and law enforcement, legal advocacy, individual counseling, the Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend that is being abused. Set an example. For more information on how you can help, call The Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. Have a wedding or a special event coming up? Esme's Cakes provides custom-designed wedding and grooms cakes as well as special occasion cakes. Their custom cakes are exquisite down to every detail and your guest will be talking about your cake long after your event is over. Esme's Cakes only uses the finest ingredients and is always baked fresh. Esme's Cakes are made from scratch and decorated to be a reflection of you and your style. So when every detail matters, call Esme's Cakes for your wedding cake or special occasion cake. 
cake. You'll get superb service, a beautiful cake that not only looks great, but tastes amazing. For your appointment, call Esme's Cakes at 512-629-6416 or visit their Facebook page at Esme's Cakes. Make your wedding or special event unforgettable with a special cake by Esme's Cakes, the unforgettable cake of your lifetime. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Brewer, where we're talking about how to have your dream wedding. You know, there's a lot to it when you're planning a wedding, and uh, dreaming is only part of it. We've talked about money and finances and all those things that you need to take into consideration when you're talking about planning a wedding. And uh, one of the... um, um, One of the comments that one of our listeners sent to us is, do not assume that the groom wouldn't be interested in china patterns, colors, or flowers. He may want to participate in the whole process with his bride-to-be. And I agree with that. Uh, I think that it's important that you... uh, That that you... include the groom as much as he wants to be included in. Some guys are not really concerned with that, and they'll just say whatever you want to do, You don't know unless you ask. That's right. But um, some of them want to be a part of it. Some of them have really good taste and and want to have some input on what kind of china. You know, after all, you're building a life together, and he's going to have to eat on those plates for a long time. So maybe he'd like to have a little input on what that's going to be. You know, this whole wedding planning and looking at patterns, looking at china, things like that, really give the uh, couple an opportunity to find out how they work together. Yes, yes. And... um, so there's a lot of great experience in that wedding planning and putting it all together, talking about it and agreeing and and compromising and this the whole process mm-hmm. is a real opportunity for them to draw closer together mm-hmm. and find out who they're getting married to. Mm-hmm. And again, with that open and honest communication, if you're talking about whether it's things that are on your bridal registry that you're choosing from China to the suit that he wears, 
Uh, if there's uh, something that you want to share, share it in a very loving, positive way. But keep the communication open and be honest. If there's something that you just absolutely cannot stand, uh, then I think you should share that and, you know, and compromise and talk to your um, fiancé and just find out, you know, what their thoughts are on that or, you know, why they're thinking that and uh, if there's any other alternative. But uh, you've got to be open and honest. Don't go through, you know, starting resentments already before you even get married. So open, honest communication, that's really, really important. Uh, Create a list of wedding day priorities. You know, when you're making that plan and you're making the budget, um, things that are going to have to be done on the day of the wedding, which is very little time to be doing uh, very much because you're actually doing the wedding, the process of the wedding, you know, prioritize those details. And like we said earlier, if you can get a professional someone to help you on that, just that particular day and encourage you to do that because that way you can focus on the relationships and the things that you need to do as a parent and you're not concerned about uh you know if not the if if the centerpieces got on the table for the reception so uh wanting to be sure that you um make a list of the priorities for the wedding day and, um, you know, when, once you kind of start determining your, your budget and, and your planning is coming along and you're, you're thinking about what type of bridal style you want to have, this kind of leads into, you know, maybe what the dress is going to look like. And then from there, you can kind of start choosing uh, maybe the venue. Maybe you choose the venue first and you kind of work around the venue. Um, but these are bigger things, the venue, the dress, the style that you want to have. This helps you to kind of put everything else in place. You know, what is the other decor going to look like? And, you know, how am I going to be able to manage that? And, you know, checking out. And the longer that you have to plan and to prepare, the longer you can, you know, shop around and look for things, find things on sale, uh, find things, you know, um, uh, maybe just you don't have to take the first thing that you find when you're looking for decor or even when you're looking for a dress. You know, so many times we get rushed into the first store that you go to and buying, you know, one of the five that you try on, and it's not really the dress that you love. So I just want to encourage all the brides out there that when you put it on, you're going to know. It's going to be the dress you don't want to take off and you can't wait to put back on. That's how you know you need to say yes to that dress. Uh, so in important uh things for you to think about are um, just letting those things kind of fall into place so that you can plan from there. Um, Planning a planning, a wedding planning book is another good idea. This kind of helps you to be able to keep things organized. It also gives you helpful information about um, benchmark dates as far as like three months out, four months out, you know, what the things that you need to be doing. It has a lot of wedding etiquette, uh, how to choose your um, attendance and um, what their job is as far as uh, a maid of honor and as far as bridesmaids, as far as groomsmen, you know, what is their responsibility uh, to the wedding? What is their responsibility financially? And a lot of things have changed from the traditional way that we did weddings and kind of, it's kind of, um, uh, you can kind of create what, what you want to, how you want to make that. Sometimes, you know, the, the, Uh, wedding parties attire is paid for sometimes they're uh, asked to just pay for their dress or for their suit or for their tuxedo so you can work it either way you want to do it but you need to be sure that you pick your attendance and that you allow them enough time to prepare financially for the things that they're responsible for and let them know going in you know 
I would love for you to be a part of my wedding, but, you know, the dress is going to be about $100 or $150 or the suits, you know, tuxedo is going to be around $150, suits going to be whatever. And um, so I just want to give you a heads up on that. If you can commit to that, you know, I really would love for you to be a part of it and be, again, open and honest communication because what you don't want to happen is you ask somebody and you're depending on that and then you're you didn't share that their responsibility to take care of their wedding attire or, you know, any other responsibility that they may have, if you didn't share that with them, then they're going to be clueless. And then when that comes up, it could create a problem. So be sure that you're just open and honest and, um, and just very forthcoming in a very, um, tactful way, you know, just, uh, just asking them, um, if they're able to do that, because this is, you know, what's required. It's what we've budgeted. And so um, talking about those things, and then you can move on to the fun stuff, but you really do need to make sure that people are uh, committed and they understand what they're being committed to when you choose your wedding party. You know, most people don't live with an open check, and this is a good opportunity for the bride and groom and everybody involved in the wedding mm-hmm. party to understand, hey, there's not a open checkbook here. Mm-hmm. We've got a budget, and this is hard facts, and so we've got to work with that. We can only do what we can do. Mm-hmm. We can do what we can do. We want to do what we can do. This is what mm-hmm. we can do. And sometimes you just have to talk it out. Don't get frustrated. Don't get upset. Don't get angry. Don't quit on the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh with what we've been through in the last eight months, some folk <clears throat> might have quit on that. You never did. I mean, you worked so hard, and you put everything together, and you attacked it every day. <laughs> and, man, it's like... I know now why wedding planners get paid what they get paid. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> not only are they putting out fires, but trying to get everything together could be a I'm challenge sometimes. I'm not glutton for punishment. Well, yeah. What kind of job would work for me? Oh, wedding planner. There you go. <laughs> it's a very rewarding <laughs> job, though. I can't. Uh, I think that I would really enjoy planning weddings. I think that it's um, very rewarding to see someone be so blessed on a very important day. But... Um, one other thing you might want to consider is uh, after you've made your plans and your budgeting and you're looking at the venue and the different things is what type of uh, what time of year do you want to get married? What what season do you want to get married? You know, we talked in opening comments about holiday season being a little tough sometimes because you're dealing with the holidays and you're going to be planning a wedding, but they can be the most beautiful weddings um, that you can have. And I uh, remember a lady sharing uh, just recently that they had a Christmas wedding and she had, she was describing the pink poinsettias and she was describing them just as if she was looking at them right then. Right. You know, it was just like it was yesterday. And I'm a 30 year ago wedding. Yeah. And, um, but the joy that was in her face and, and the fact that she could actually just see those pink poinsettias, that was her dream wedding. You know, she still remembers that today with fond memories. Well, and the excitement in her face and mm -hmm. her voice as she relived the moment. Yeah. And that's really what I came to understand. I wanted my little girl to be able to look back and relive her wedding and, not have any regrets. Mm -hmm. So we tried to do all that we could. For both of our girls. Yeah. For both of our girls. Um, so 
what type of season, you know, what are the, the times of the year that you want to get married, check dates. When you're looking for a venue, you're probably going to have to have that date already set because they're going to book up and you're going to need to have that. You're also going to need to have that date when you start booking photographers and when you start talking about food and different things like that. Um, you know, a wedding cake, you know, talking with who is going to make your wedding cake and letting them know what it is that you're uh, desiring for a wedding cake. Uh, so many couples now do just the small tier and then they do like cupcakes or, you know, different things on the bottom. Uh, we had a wonderful um, uh, opportunity to be blessed by Zane's mom um, making the kids wedding cake and it was absolutely wonderful and she had just the first tier with the flowers on it and then it was macaroon cookies kind of down on a tea on tiers and then she had uh just servers that were walking around and serving sheet cake that was just like the wedding that was the wedding cake um which seemed to be so easy uh because you didn't have to have a server cutting the cake up you didn't have to have a huge wedding cake you, you didn't just, have a big long yeah, line people have, getting frustrated and right. angry and and oh, a lot of people wonderful. use... There's no rules in weddings anymore. No. If you want to do it, you can do it. That's right. But there are some etiquette that you want to follow. And so, sure. you know, follow that in your wedding planner. If you're um, questioning something, you can Google it. Or again, those wedding planners are filled with all of the types of wedding etiquette that New are going to be really important. Yeah. Yes. And it's okay to talk to people, you know, encourage you to talk to married couples that have been there and done that. You know, what would they do differently when they got married? Um, and, and, you know, learn from their mistakes or from, you know, what really worked for them. Get wisdom. Uh, listen to those that have learned, you know, and have, and have experienced it because it could keep you from having a bad moment. So um, talking with other married couples and how they did it and how they made it through it. Um, also, you're going to get to the point where you're going to start making your wedding guest list. Don't put this off until the very last minute. A lot of people do. And as you think of someone, you know, you might have a guest, a running guest list. And as you think of someone that you want to add to your list, have a place where you can go and add them to a document, whether it's on your computer or just handwritten uh, if you have little pieces of paper everywhere and you're disorganized and you think, well, I thought about somebody I wanted to invite, but I can't remember who it is now. And I wrote it on a piece of paper, but I don't know where I put the piece of paper. You know, you're not going to remember. Uh, so keeping everything as organized as you can, put them on a Word doc or an um, Excel spreadsheet, and or you can just write them in a notebook and keep a running list of the names of people that you want to invite. And you might just work on that as you have time getting people's addresses. You know, this is what takes a long time, putting all of the guest lists together and getting their addresses together and getting the invitations mailed out. The invitations come printed most generally when you order invitations. So there's not a whole lot to do there, but you do have to address the envelopes and um, you have to do your homework before and you have to have people's names and addresses. So those are things that you can do ahead of time before the invitations get there so that when you have the invitations, you can just address those and get those out quickly. Uh, and you want to follow the etiquette of how soon you want to mail those out and give people enough time to uh, prepare to be at your wedding. They also have a new thing, uh, not recent, uh, within the last several years, I guess, a save the date. A lot of couples will send out a save the date card, which kind of just in, in um, it just kind of lets people know that we're engaged and we're getting married and this is the date. Put it on your calendar. You go ahead and follow up with an invitation when it's closer to the wedding, but that gives them an opportunity, especially family, 
uh, you might want to let them know so that they can put it on their calendar. And even if it's a year out, still give them the date because you never know if there's going to be something that comes up that they put in there that's going to be hard to move around. So give them the date. Save the date. I think those are great and invitations. And you can't start too early. I no. just have to emphasize that. I used to think a year, um, I'm, but oh, eight yeah. months wasn't enough. Yeah. You need you need that time for all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But other people that you want to come to the wedding need to put it on their calendar too. We are a a planning society today. We mm-hmm. have we are planned out beyond twelve months, and so mm-hmm. you got to get on there. You <laughs> you can't get started too soon. Yep. And I can't stress enough organization, you know, being organized uh, and keeping things organized, keeping all of your receipts in one place and, you know, making sure that you have all of that together just in case you need them. Uh, And again, I agree so much with our listener that um, commented that said, you know, make sure that you include the groom um, because they may want to have input on uh, some of the things that you put on your bridal registry. I believe that bridal registry should be picked out by both people. And oh, they yeah. have so many different ways that you can do that now. I mean, uh, Gabby and Zane did Amazon, and everyone you know pretty much knows what Amazon is. And you just go to bridal registries, type in their name, and it'll pull up everything that they've chosen. And then you choose if you want to get something off of that. It'll show that it's already been bought, so nobody will buy it again. And it'll even give them information about who it is. And that helps you as a bride and groom to be able to send thank you notes because you have a record. They'll also send a little note in the package as well. Um, This helps you to stay organized again, putting it in a folder and keeping it organized of who gave you what and when and where. And so you can send out those thank you notes when it's time to do that. Um, But being organized is going to help you tremendously when it comes time to doing invitations and thank you notes and putting things together in a timely manner so that you uh, allow yourself to be able to enjoy your wedding. And if you're disorganized and you don't have things together, it's going to be a really hard time for you to be able to get everything done and not forget something. So being organized is really, really um, important. And creating that master list, you know, a master checklist. Don't uh, rush into decisions. You know, you might have a... Uh, lists that you're creating at the very beginning and then as you make decisions and as you make changes then at the very end when you feel like you've got everything planned and lined out create that master list nice clean list of who's doing what and what's expected of them what's the cost and all of those things together and then that way you have everything right there in front of you and I just encourage you to keep a a folder uh, or binder that's got spiral notebook that's got pockets in or something where you can keep things together. Spreadsheets, again, on your computer are really great for keeping things in order as well. But hard copy receipts and things like that, you can scan them in or you can just keep them and put them in a file. But allowing yourself enough time to not have to rush into decisions will save you money as well. Uh, When you get down to the point where you have to make a decision and you don't have much time, you usually always spend a little bit more than what you would have. Um, So, you know, all of these things that you talk about, you think, oh, my head is just like, I'm overwhelmed. I can't even imagine having to do all these things. Remember, you know, it's taking you eight months or 
10 months or 12 months to do all of these things. And if you stay on target and you stay on track, then things kind of move along as they move along. They get kind of busy in the beginning, then you kind of have a little lull time, and then they get busy towards the end because, you know, invitations and all the last-minute things have to be done and alterations with dresses and um, nowadays it takes a long time to order dresses, especially the bridal gown and bridesmaids dresses. So be sure that you go in, if you're going to a place where you order them from a bridal shop, that you allow enough time. But there's a, lots of girls that get on Amazon and get on these stores that are online and they order beautiful dresses for their bridesmaids or the bridesmaids just go directly on there and get their size and they're absolutely perfect. So there's nothing that says you have to go to a bridal boutique to purchase all of those things. You can Look online and find what fits your style and your theme of your wedding and go from there. And uh, if it's if it looks good and you think it's going to work in the reviews, I have never read so many reviews in all my life for every product and every everything that I bought. I read reviews, you know, because I knew when it came in the mail it was either going to be good or bad. And if it had good reviews, then I could probably bet that it was going to be something that was going to be able to work. So reading reviews and finding out whether or not um, it's a good, wise purchase. A lot of things you can do yourself. Um, I'm, I made all of Gabby's flower arrangements and things and our flower uh, vases and pots and things that we did. She had dried flowers and wildflowers and things that she used. So it was um, just collecting all of those things and putting them together. But there's a lot of things that you can do yourself that you don't have to spend money on buying already done. You figure out where your talents are and, and then you go with that. Um, but remember that you're going to have to have somebody to run your sound. You're going to have to have sound system wherever your ceremony is if you want to have uh, the bridal march coming in or, you know, music leaving, music during the ceremony. Uh, these are all things you don't think about until it's happening. And so if you don't have a wedding planner to uh, let you know these things need to be done, then you've got to make a list and you've got to put it down or you've got to look in your wedding planner book and remember to follow through with that. But sound is a big thing that a lot of people forget about. Um, but this is something you can do yourself as well. You can make it very simple. So research that and be sure that you put it together before that's uh, too late. Test it out. Boy, it's a lot to do. Uh, use social media uh, to send out information as well. Um, also use ha hashtags and photo booths and, you know, let people know uh, also, if your wedding is an unplugged wedding, and what we mean by that is if you're not going to allow uh, cell phones or cameras or anything on during your wedding, you have hired a photographer, you want professional pictures, and you don't want anyone taking pictures during the ceremony, then you can get a sign. You can even write them out. Just look on the web and find out the wording, and you can do your own. But um, it's an unplugged wedding, which means please turn off your cell phones and no photographs taken. And, you know, we want to enjoy and celebrate the day together. So, so many different things that you can do. You choose what works best for you and then make a plan to communicate that to the people that come and celebrate with you. Last but not least, most people are working on their honeymoon planning and considering all of that that's going to happen. But one thing that sometimes gets uh, forgotten and uh, is very, very important is the marriage license. So remember that uh, in the state of Texas, you have a three-day waiting period. 
And uh, so if you are planning on getting married and you have not done a accredited pre-marriage class uh, that waives that three-day waiting period, then you have to wait three days from the time that you purchase your marriage license until the time you can get married. Please allow yourself enough time and write that down on your calendar now. We need our marriage license by this date so that you can for sure uh, be legal. You want to be legal. And uh, so that is a lot, a lot of information to take in. And we're going to talk more again next week about just following up and honeymoon planning and some things like that and conclude. And we're going to give a giveaway next week as well. So uh, stay tuned for that. Be listening and also be watching our Facebook page because that will give you information on what is going on right here on At Home with Debbie Rule. Well, you know, wedding season is coming up. It is. I think we're okay. in it, actually. It's March 1st. So it is. That's it wedding is. season. It is. And uh, one thing that we want to uh, encourage you before uh, we say goodnight tonight is that if you are planning on getting married, we encourage you to get pre-marriage uh, counseling or pre-marriage training. Uh, the fact that pre-marriage counseling and training is out there, it does prevent and limit, um, reduce the uh, percentage of people that get divorced. And so it brings up issues that you might not really talk about uh, unless you're in a setting where it's brought up. So encourage you to do that. You can research Together in Texas. That's T-W-O-G-E-T-H-E-R in Texas.com. That'll give you a list of places around here that provide pre-marriage counseling. And uh, our ministry is part of that, Faithfully Blonde Ministry and Debbie Rule Ministry. So if you are interested in that, you can contact us directly or you can just look on the website. It'll give you information about pre-marriage training there. Very successful and also waives that three-day waiting period and gives you a discount on your marriage license. $60 off the $72 price for your marriage license. So, great way to save money right before you tie the knot. That's right. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you, sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. I'm Rudy Rule. And we'll see you next week right here at 6 p.m. on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Don't forget, download the TuneIn app and you can find KNEL on that or Alexa. And we'll be glad to be with you next Sunday right here at 6 o'clock p.m. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on Candy Hill 95.3 FM and CandyHillRadio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships. Mm-hmm.